Hi, this is your host Jojo Binks and you're listening to I Can Talk Underwater podcast where you can learn anything and everything under the sun. Pretty much, you will learn random shit. Hi everyone, welcome back to my podcast. I hope that you learned something from the last episode where I talked about my journey of getting my precancerous cells out of my body. I feel so good about it that I don't have to think about it again. Hopefully I will never have to think about it. I'm pre-recording this intro because I'm going to be away. I'm going to Canberra for work and then going to the Gold Coast to see my family and see my three little hearts, my nephews and my niece. It's going to be Really good to see the sun and go to the beach every day. But yeah, this week I went to Australian Open and it's such a great vibe over there. Even though you're not a tennis fan, it's just nice to be in this atmosphere. You know, international competition and everyone from all over Australia and all over the world come and party and such a good vibe it feels like we're on this island where everyone's just relaxed and having a good time anyway today's episode i recorded this episode with caitlin last year remember in episode one we talked about mona and i got scammed this episode is we are going to discuss how Caitlin scammed the scammer. For anyone here that that's on Tinder, you will meet these, I swear you, most of people have met these guys. They basically catfish you for a start. And secondly, they started to talk to you about this Bitcoin financial trading company that they are really keen for you to try, etc. And I've always wondered if anyone actually bites to that, whether people actually believe it, well, I found someone and I am so glad that she clicked on before she loses money and make this Tinder swindler hate himself because he lost money to her. And I, and I just love that. Also, we had some internet issues so there will be a bit of um crackling or i'm skipping on some of the parts of this episode so i apologize for that but for people that are dating these days i think you will find this interesting and of course everyone else is for your awareness okay let's get into the episode i'm my name's caitlin i'll be 43 in two weeks I'm now a single mother to four kids. I work full-time um, for a utilities company in op support. I separated with my husband the 2nd of January this year, but the relationship had been over for a while before I was brave enough to say, ask him to leave, but we had been together nearly 10 years. Wow, you're going to have a divorce party? <laughs> I don't know yet because I bought a townhouse for the kids and I, so that'll oh, be settling shit late January. So we'll be busy moving and essentially starting the rest of our lives where it's about us, not a man. I also left a 10-year relationship a while ago now, like six years ago. And leaving a relationship that no longer works is actually quite brave 
so many women have told me how courageous I am to leave the relationship that made me unhappy because there's yeah. a lot of them, they settle or they don't want to leave because they're scared financially that they won't be able to afford yeah. it or um, they're doing it for their children. So congratulations on choosing to have a better life. It's not easy, but yeah, but I, I look, I have not cried once since (laughs) it's been so freeing. That's so awesome. So did you jump on the app straight away after you guys separated? I didn't jump on straight away. I can't remember when exactly I got onto it, but it would have been like maybe a month or two. There was this guy who... I was apparently 35, very good looking, messaging me, very polite, but very keen, moved the conversation to WhatsApp pretty quickly. I usually and find that as a red flag. To me at first, it wasn't really a red flag. And I was so new to this, like I haven't dated anyone for 12 years. I remember showing my daughter and being like, it's got to be too good to be true. And she was like, no way, mom. Like she goes, I'm not being nasty, but no way someone like that would be interested in me. So while we were sort of chatting and then he started introducing, like kept getting really pushy about doing this timed trading where I had to set up. And I was like, I actually used to work in accounting and mortgage broking and stuff. So I was like, this is like scam all over it. But I thought, yeah, let's just see. He can't get to my information because I had to actually set up a legitimate trading account to get my money into. But then from that account, I had to transfer it to a different platform, which wasn't legitimate. What I did was I, at the end of each thing, he was like, just leave it there. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm transferring all my money back to my account. So at the end of each conversation and little trading period, I transfer everything back to my normal account. I wanted to FaceTime. We've had, we actually had some phone calls. And I say, because from Iceland, I'm like, you don't have an Icelandic accent. Like, I'm not stupid. But we had a few phone calls and I kept it going. I was naive. I did send some photos. I shared some things because it some things about my life, like with my kids, which I guess public information on my Facebook profile anyway. He started sending through essentially dick pics. <laughs> I noticed he like, looks different. What I mean by different, was he like? white and then like dick was brown and completely different and it was like one had no hair one had hair and I'm like what did she suddenly grow hair overnight like what the hell that's when I started doing my digging around but in the meantime kind of kept the conversation going and the trading going and I got onto there's an American website called Social Catfish and I mean you do have to pay so I think it was like seven dollars for a week trial and you upload the photos and it'll show if there's hits on the internet, like if it matches. So it turned out that the photos he was using was some English only fans guy who was actually gay and had a boyfriend. So I actually screenshot that and sent them to this guy. And he still, first thing, that was my past. People made me do it. Jimmy, I said, this post was from three days ago. It was just the lies this guy would spin. In the meantime, we kept the trading. <laughs> With that trading, so you use your own money, like real money. Yeah, yeah. So, so how it would work is, as I said, you'd set up an actual trading account through, it wasn't Comsec, but it was like a platform like that. 
Mm. And then you would convert it to a, say, like Bitcoin, but it's not Bitcoin. I can't remember what it was called. They would get you to convert the currency to some trading currency and then you'd transfer it to another platform. And that's where you do like the time to trading. Like you'd say, it'd be $100 on this for 30 seconds and I'd make $20. So, and then for each day, if you transferred in a certain amount of money, you would get bonuses. If you transferred in, I think it was like over $10,000, you'd get $1,000. So I was like, well, you know, sometimes you just got to risk it. So I transferred it in, got How my much? $1,000. $1,000. Oh my God. And at the end of the trading session, I transferred everything back into my account. The next day I confronted him about all the evidence I'd found. And at that point I'd made it about 1500 Wow. And he was not very happy. That's all right. So the trading part, is it a legit platform that people actually do? Or is this like the scammers platform that they created? It's the scammers platform they created. Right. So I did a bit of digging on the company. It was a scam platform that had only been in operation for less than 12 months. Whilst it was a legitimate business, the financial review board or whoever it was that reviews all these types of companies hadn't found actual illegal activity as yet. They're, they're the type of companies that get opened up until a scam runs out, shut down and move on. So very hard for people to trace. Wow. So, so you bet a thousand dollars and then, so basically what they're trying to do is to make you feel that you're winning. Like I said, it's gambling, yeah. right? Yeah. And then what they do is they suck you in and they get you to put more and more and more in each day. And at, you start off, you win or like you make money at first, then you start losing. Wow. And that's where they will take the money. So I thought the fact that in that one session, they essentially gave me a thousand dollars. I'm like, they're going to start wanting this money back. So <laughs> that's why I stopped it at that point. But because it's through a legitimate, so think of it like a three-step process. You've got your bank account, a legitimate trading account, and then the scam company. You basically they so, control who wins or who doesn't. It's kind of like the poking machine, you know, it's not yeah. designed for you to win money. Yeah. So, but because I have to go through the legitimate trading account, they can't get to my bank account. Then I reported it through the online scam thing the government has set up when you want a thousand bucks you decide okay this is all a scam and you kept a thousand dollars what did this tinder swindler um, oh he he tried threatening me he was i've got information about you i've got pictures look okay Mm. i was like i'd sent a few nudes like not even full nudes just tops it was threatening. I'm going to put these all over the internet. I guess I just essentially called his bluff in a way. And I said, you know what? I said, I've had four kids. If you want to post my boobs online, go for it. I tell my friends that like, I don't really send nudes to anyone. But if I did and someone tried to blackmail me for it, I'm like, mate, I look good. Just tag me. I don't care. Post it on Facebook. Tag me. Just post the one with good lighting or something. It was carrying on that. I was breaking up with him and that I needed to compensate him or do things with the photos or our conversations and stuff. And Oh my God, I've, 
I come across those people all the time on Tinder. They said, oh, I have a business, a crypto, or this is my job. And I was like, oh my God, block, report, yeah, straight away. And, and then I was like telling to my friends about this, like, has this actually worked for anyone? And it will work for someone if they haven't been on dating apps before, they just come out of a relationship and they don't have any friends to bounce ideas with. For me, I've got a lot of single friends and then we like send photos to each other or tell stories to each other. Go, oh, guess what? This is what happened. There, we have a lot of experiences on scammers. So yeah, and I can understand no. what happened. <laughs> it was funny. I think it was partly, I knew that it was a scam. Part of me was like, as I said, it was partly, I thought, let's see how far I could take this and scam the scammer. But then what was that little part of me at first? It was like, you've come out of a relationship where it was essentially a affectionless marriage. So like I always used to say to my husband, he's like, yeah, I tell you I love you every day. And I said, that's fine, but I need your actions to back up the words. So going from that to suddenly someone being interested and there was a little bit of an ego boost in it. I think that's where they get you. I think they do prey on women that were in, say, my position. Like I said, I had no real friends that I could bounce ideas off with. I don't have any single girlfriends. They're all married. It was definitely experience. That's all I can say. Thank you so much for coming to my podcast. I really appreciate you coming and sharing that amazing story. Most of us get scared, but you just beat the scammer and I love that. Thank you for having me. I, I just hope that other people can at least learn a little bit about what they try to do from my story. Wow, wow, wow. I still can't believe that these people exist. As mentioned in my previous podcast, these scammers are actually very smart. In this case, they actually created a scammers platform and a whole company with conglomerate of people to run this scam. I mean, why can't you use your brain and experience to do a real job, an honest job? I'm just so glad that they lost $1,500 to Caitlin. But for listeners out there, I don't recommend trying to scam the scammers because they are getting smarter by the day. They have new ideas on how to prey on vulnerable people. Anyways, hope you learned something from this episode. If you like episodes like this, please let me know. Also, if you have any stories that you want to share with me, please send me a DM on my Instagram account called I Can Talk Underwater Podcast. Please share and subscribe to this podcast and leave five-star ratings. See you next week. Love you long time. Bye.